We should probably say who we are. Who are you? No, who we are. <laughs> Not who, who I am. I'm just some bloke with a bang. Mm. Who are you? Same. Quite nice, quite actually. Uh, are you on Pathfinder? Same. Pathfinder yeah. by Black Sheep Brewery, I believe. What is its uh, theme? It's a theme. It's, a theme. <laughs> it's not fucking Halloween. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a nice crisp golden beer. Is that what it sells itself as? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's good. Hailing. Mm-hmm. But seriously, who are you? Who am I? I'm some guy with pine. And we haven't introduced what this is and who oh, what we're right, yeah. shit, have we? That's right. Are we allowed to swear? We haven't discussed ground rules. This is all very disorientating. Swearing is acceptable. Okay. Get it out of your system now if you want. No, 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 no. I'll say a few. Some kind of so this is this is ale tales. Ah. <laughs> Are we still like that? Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. tales. And I'm Dan. And I'm Barbara. <laughs> Daft twat. <laughs> also known as Ben. Uh, Daniel's come up with a very funky logo for uh, for this as well. Ale tales. Indeed, indeed. Took Pine me glass, ten minutes. Mobile phone. I get it. You like it? Yeah. Good. Good. Yes, yeah, perfect synergy. Indeed. Do you like the uh, the announcements? I think they have a certain authentic quality to the to the recording. Where where are we then? Uh, we're in a train station in the north of England. Where are we? Uh, yeah, in York, nonetheless. No, I was going with the air of mystery. Oh, straight in there. Do you want to even say the name of the pub? Indeed. Um, I don't know really permission for this kind of thing, but sod it. It's the, um, it's the York Tap. The Indeed. York train station. Tap or is, taps? I believe it's tap. It is singular. Yes. Well done. Uh, which is a very fine venue for uh, sticking away a pint of the old good stuff. Hi. Which this is. I'm enjoying it. Indeed. It's got a kind of... I don't know, it's got kind of a bitter after. It is. Linger. It is, but it's not a bitter. No, I know. I get that. Okay. I get that. Good. Good. Right? You realise, as we discuss these things, we're going to very quickly unravel as to our knowledge of what makes up certain types yeah, of Yeah, I think, I think that's kind I of I think we're point. going to have different interpretations, are we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And neither will be particularly coming from a place of, you know, well-informedness. Is that there? Uh, 1749 yeah. to Lincoln. <laughs> Welcome, one and all, to this, the very first episode of Ale Tales. Indeed. Welcome aboard. Thank you. This is our debut. It is indeed. Our recording debut. Yeah. So what are, what are we doing? What's the plan then? What are we doing here today? Ale Tales. It is about, it's our new podcast, um, two lads who like a good old pint of beer, um, <laughs> talking about the latest news in the world of beer, um, but also mainly focusing on our beers of choice for that particular episode. Absolutely. So we're going to pick a selection of beers each time and we're going to talk... Drink a, them down. We are going to drink them down and we are going to discuss them in probably rather abstract ways, I think. You more than me, I think you enjoy your abstract uh, notions you know. of beer. Uh, yeah, so what have we got on the menu today? 
the menu today. Well, we've we've opened our first one, haven't we? We're already already supping. Yeah, we're just a bit mad like that. Um, so we are going to drink throughout. So we're going to be just supping away as we go. And our first one is Benjamin. Uh, it's the Two Roads Brewing Company's Road to Ruin, which mm. is a cheeky double IPA, which packs a bit of a punch. Does indeed. What does it weigh in at? Copy eight percent, I believe. Eight percent. Yes. Big daddy. I mean, that's we're that's, that's going for it. Kicking it off. Uh, yeah, two o'clock on Saturday <laughs> afternoon <laughs> with an eight percent IPA. Yeah, all the way from Connecticut, I believe. Mm. Brewed originally, imported by James Clay of Elland. Indeed. Yeah, very nice. Very good so far. Uh, next, what's what's up next on the menu? Have we, have we sorted an order? We haven't really, have we? we but we have got a uh, red My Lips. Mm. I was going to say read, but it's red as in the colour. Although the label looks pink to me. To me so yeah, it does, a bit. Salmon it does pink. a bit. Mm. Salmon pink My Lips wouldn't really work. It would not. Uh, red My Lips, which is by Brussels Beer Project. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? We've picked out a Brew York Brew York. Um, which is a fine Yorkshire um, pale ale, American pale ale. In a can, nonetheless. Hellfire. We are a bit biased when it comes to uh, our local breweries. Has to be said, but we're going to try and mix it up and uh, span the world of beer. Mm. Um, and points. then our... we were going to throw in a wild card. Yes, yes. Something that we wouldn't ordinarily drink. But sounds quite interesting, and we'll just give our reactions to it live on air. Uh, so, what is it? Uh, it's a hazelnut coffee porter by Saltair Brewery, another Yorkshire favourite. Um, I don't think I've tried this one before, have you? I have not, even when we went to Saltair Brewery. Hell. Um, so, this is this might be a regular feature, we're thinking, our, our wildcard beer. We're going to pick something that's slightly outside of our comfort zones uh, and see what it's like. Yeah, buddy. Right, should we jump straight into the news then? Indeed, Daniel, what have we got coming up first? Well, I thought we'd first start off with a bit of a serious story uh, about Heineken's proposed takeover of Punch Taverns, uh, which saveourpubs.org.uk is saying is a very bad deal for British pub goers and will also have a disastrous effect on consumer choice and also uh, on the smaller local uh, brewers. So Punch currently has... Three and a half thousand pubs throughout the UK. That's a lot. It 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 is, and uh, it, you know, I, I mean, I agree. I agree with the idea that these are at the centre of these communities, and I think that to to have a big, you know, mega company like Heineken come in and take over will will adversely affect those pubs and those communities because the drinks they stock are chosen by the people that drink them. I oh, gather. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the 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 beers provided are often from local local breweries, you know, local microbreweries even. So Heineken apparently imposes 85% of their own products in any pub that they, they own. So that would obviously very much limit the, the range and choice of beers in, in those pubs. Um, so there is a big campaign at the minute to try and change change this or, you know, put a put a stop to it. So the Competition and Markets Authority um, are being asked to intervene to basically prevent this from happening. What, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, we've got to protect what is a burgeoning craft beer scene in this country, haven't we? Hmm. Um, you know, is it, anything that threatens that, 
we've got to make some noise about it. I think, you know, people are really enjoying going to the pub again. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'd go as far as to say because of the variety of local beers on choice uh, that are, you know, available. Mm. Um, and, you know, everyone knows the country's in economic straits still. So, you know, an industry that's thriving, surely we should be protecting that, I really. I absolutely agree. I think, you know, you and I have always enjoyed our, our beers from when we were young lads. But uh, I think recently, you know, the part of the reason we started this podcast is because of this, you know, within the last five years or so, this really strong uh, nascent market of, of craft brewers and, and microbreweries and, and all of that. And I think yeah. Heineken's all well and good. It's all right. We've been to the brewery, but it's it's a pint of lager, isn't it? And it's very generic and we, we want well, to try different things. Listen, there's, there's a place for both, isn't there? Heineken do produce... A nice pint of lager, in my opinion, um, and I'm, you know, I'm sure their their weight in the industry does does some good. But um, there's got to be that balance, hasn't there? We've got to protect our, our local craft beers. Agreed, agreed. So on to a, a slightly lighter note then. Uh, so camera, uh, the what does that what does that actually stand for? Do you remember? Do you know? Camera, the campaign for real ale. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's cam, camera, <laughs> yeah, good. So anyway, Camera, the campaign for real ale, um, has uh, released a, a, a press release um, about Valentine's Day. What do you do with press releases? It makes sense, and I realised I was in trouble halfway through saying that. <laughs> um, so yeah, about Valentine's Day and. The, I'm going what to, are we saying, Daniel? I'm going to read it verbatim. If you are looking for the perfect, unique gift for your other half this Valentine's Day, why not plan a romantic weekend away to tie in with a unique beer festival? Sounds perfect. Oh, it sounds amazing. And in fact, I just asked my wife if she was up for that, and she was like, yeah, whatever. I think her exact words were, as long as we do something to celebrate it, then she's happy. That means you're going to a theatre trip as well. You know, it, that's that's going to be tied in. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, so, yeah... Uh, do you think that'll catch on? Do you think girlfriends and wives across the country are gonna would would embrace yeah. such a thought? I mean, in all honesty, no. But, uh, <laughs> but there are options available. I mean, one thing I am noticing though is that the the dates for these are actually well well after Valentine's Day. So London Beer Drinker Festival, eighth of March to the tenth of March. That's nearly a month after. Still buy a ticket though. You know. uh, it's, uh, it's a perfect gift. Here's a ticket for a month's time. Brilliant. I'd and be then happy with that. It gets honest. even better with Hull Real Ale inside the festival, 16th hey, of November to the 19th of UK November. UK City of Culture this year. It Don't is. Knock it is. That's true. Ealing Beer Festival, July. Never Robin been. Hood and <laughs> Beer Inside Festival, October. Stockport. Oh, I went to Stockport the other day. <sighs> Awful. Not a fan. I, I'm sorry to any, you know, if there are any, any Stockporters out there, but uh, yeah, didn't love it. Uh, so yeah, oh, Spa Valley Railway Beer Festival. That sounds good to me. Maybe me and you should just go on that. Sounds quite posh, doesn't it? Mm, mm, definitely. Are you serving beer out flutes there? Do you think? Uh, it doesn't mention flutes, but I'm sure there are. Will you be sat on the train option? at the time as well? Yes, you will. Yes, Victorian Engine at Tunbridge Wells West. The train departs yeah. every forty minutes. There you go. The only time it's acceptable to get trolleyed on public transport. Uh, I mean, I've seen plenty of people get very drunk on a train uh, acceptability I think I've probably though, seen you, know. you drunk on a train to be honest I think that was probably mostly your fault as well <laughs> um, but yeah it's um, a novel idea isn't it the Valentine's Day it uh, is, it is. Trip. I'm not sure my good lady would go no, for that um, possibly actually if there's cider involved then uh, we may have a winner um, but yeah what, what's next on the news agenda 
Um, I was quite excited to hear about this one, Daniel. Mm. Um, Brewdog versus Cloudwater. Yes. A new beer produced by these um, two very different style breweries, really. Yeah. Um, I love Cloudwater. They're Manchester-based. Um, I think uh, I think they're fairly new. Was it? Uh, I first came across them last year, anyway, and mm. I tried a really... I think it was an IPA, and it was really peachy. Right. Uh, quite high ABV. Not what I love, really. Probably Fruit, not. Fruity beverage. But, but, uh... but then on the other hand, you've got Brewdog, which are very, very strong tasting beers as well, which yeah. I know you're not necessarily the biggest Again, I mean, fan. I just sound like I don't like any beer, which is not true at all. But yeah, Brewdog. That's a grumpy one. Yeah, I am. Uh, hoppy and... You know, I've, I've read about their processes and stuff, and they freeze, they freeze the hops, I believe, which is like a bit of a no-no in the industry, as far as I know, my limited knowledge. I don't know. I, I, I actually do like it. Is is drinkable? Um, and yeah, to be honest, I, th- I think the idea is novel. And I like it. After being I, in the right mood for a brew, brew dog beer, mm, I think because mm, yeah. they quite they are very bold. They're an assault to your palate sometimes. <laughs> I love being assaulted by a beverage. Yes, especially mm. in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Um, and it, it, it's a bit of a throwback to like Run DMC versus Jason <laughs> Nevis. Well, because it's got verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally it. Well, there's I've, no breakdancing. I don't really see I don't verses think there's much break anymore. Dancing at the launch. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, but I need to get my my lips around one of these bad boys. Um, <laughs> overtly sexual. <laughs> well, listen, sorry. You know, I'm happy days. Brewdog mm. versus Cloudwater. Their New England IPA. Um, just looking on their website, actually, um, they've built it as Northeast Scotland meets Northeast USA mm. uh, in a showdown. Uh, th- this particular IPA is low in bitterness but loaded with explosive fruit flavour. Uh, I can't say this word apparently. <laughs> yeah, go and try. Redolent. Yeah, well done. There we go. I've been educated by Daniel on that one. Redolent with tropical fruit notes, fresh squeezed orange juice, pineapple. Mm. Fragrant cut grass. Nice. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that listed no. as an ingredient. Nor have I. Nor have I. And I've no idea what that would taste like because I've never eaten freshly cut grass. I guess it's the smell, the aroma, maybe, and, and the hints. I mean, of you've never cut a, as well a lawn either, have you? So, actually, that's true. Mm, I know. I know. Uh, but I'm very practical around the household as you'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah essentially the aroma is complex and alluring mm. on the palate the bittersweet balance emphasizes the sweet juicy fruit character <laughs> while the addition of oats adds a silken mouth feel giving oh. a bit of full and rounded finish i don't like the word mouth feel <laughs> i really don't <laughs> i don't think that should get in your way in uh, mm. trying something very out there maybe it could be a wild card maybe next time yeah, yeah 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 absolutely anyway i'm very excited about that but, good uh, yeah, moving me too. swiftly me too. on to the series final news business. story um, of Michael Fish. Yeah, from beertoday.co.uk. Indeed. Brought us the news of, I mean, accompanied by a fantastic picture, I must say, yeah. of Michael Fish. Maybe we'll in, post that to the Facebook page. Yeah, a pullover yeah. with um, weather clouds and stuff on. His weather, clouds. <laughs> weather clouds. Weather clouds. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, stood next to a weather map. Um, yeah, good on Michael Fish. Not been seen since predicting... Hurricanes in Southport or wherever it was I, on a beautiful summer's day that, that in 1982. Mm. I mean, I'm being extremely loose with the facts. <laughs> so, good old Fishy has teamed up with Fuller's London Pride, uh, another of Dan's favourites. Yeah, um, <laughs> Thames Water. Anyway, the former weatherman. Uh, uh, it's part of a, a latest uh, social media campaign by Fuller's, which. Uh, you can check out at hashtag when it rains it pours <laughs> essentially throughout which I'm sure loads of people will be using Sorry. I'm sure I mean it's really short and yeah. tight memorable 
um, hashtag. Mm. Another ha- tight hashtag. <laughs> uh, running throughout February. <laughs> oh, Daniel. Uh, running throughout February, London Pride will be offering Twitter followers in London a free pint of this award-winning ale each time it rains in London. How nice of them. Can I? Oh, lovely. Can I make a prediction? It, wow. Right, so bold. they're only giving you a my pint friend. when it's raining. Sure. So my prediction is there'll be somebody stood outside the pub with a pint glass, an empty pint glass, collecting rainwater, <laughs> and they'll give you that and say it's, it's a pint of Fuller's. And the, and that's and people won't be able to tell the difference between Fuller's pride and uh, wow. rainwater. Wow. How? Too harsh? A little bit. But how are people going to get to Fuller's? Because when it rains in London, it's like acid rain, isn't it? Well, I, I mean... So weren't people told to stay indoors? I, really? Day? Recently? Because, oh, yeah, it, it was uh, the mayor of London, didn't he come out and say, unless you have to go out, out outdoors today, you should probably stay inside That's because smog isn't great. Quite, like. well, it's not. We know that. That's yeah. quite sad. Let's get into uh, climate change another time, shall we? Yes, because uh, <laughs> that's possibly a whole new podcast right there. Absolutely. <laughs> that was the news. Oh, oh yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless transition there. And now into a section that we call What We've Been Drinking. What We've Been Drinking. What We've Been Drinking, lad. Um, and it's kind of reflections on some of the uh, some of the beers we've been drinking recently, but um, we also thought we'd use it this time around to introduce a little bit um, about you know why the hell we're doing this random podcast <laughs> um, and where the idea came from. And it was basically sat in a pub, unsurprisingly, one called the Minster Inn, which mm, we were quite fond of. Yes, uh, and we just started chatting absolute nonsense about about the beers we were imbibing. Uh, giving them very random um, reviews, really. We're in a very strange mood that night, yeah. I think. Mm. But we quite enjoyed ourselves, and we thought, oh, this is, this is yeah, maybe something we could continue to do. Yeah. So we had several beers that night, and we just ba- I, I made notes for whatever reason. Uh, and, uh, oh, by the way, we've just started on Red My Lips. Red My Lips. Red my lips. Mm. Um, and we made notes, and I'm just going to read it pretty much... Uh, as it is. So I said we had a Razorback, which I can remember, actually. I have no recollection whatsoever. Uh, okay, right. But you know this is me. Yeah, that is you, yeah. I think we've had this uh, conversation about five times today. What where you doing? said, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, where are we? Uh, which was by Ridgewood Brewery. Razorback by Ridgewood Brewery. And we both agreed it was instantly forgettable. Um, <laughs> Crikey, that's uh, harsh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even more so, it didn't penetrate the inner circle. What the fuck does that mean? Didn't inscribe its name on our beer history. It's it's profound. I actually do remember it, and it was it was a bit of a uh, uh, what is it, Michael Fish? um, Flaccid, (laughs) flaccid fish is what I was thinking. No, Michael Fish and bloody London Pride. That's it. Oh yeah, I went too literal. Yeah, you did. Far too literal. (laughs) Uh, What was the next one we had that night? Uh, What else did we have that night? We had Monk, I believe. Oh, Crikey, this is fizzy. Oh, that, it's all right. It's all right. You're doing a beer podcast and you've poured <laughs> half a pint of ice cream. Yeah, sorry. Brilliant. Flake. Um, that's not doing Brussels Beer Project any favours. It's not. Um, it's we good. also did a Slumbering Monk, you're right, which we decided... We did was, a Slumbering Monk. We did a Slumbering mm-hmm. Monk, yes, uh, with our lips, and it was a perfect Sunday drink to order, apparently. Mm. That's just pretty tame description, isn't it? But, um, yeah, as build, very smooth. Um, like rubbing your cheek against a silk dressing gown in, in Marks and Spencer's, so actually doing it in the store. 
I, I don't know. It was more, more than likely you that said it. So, well, apparently. And you don't care who sees you doing that as well. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to try that actually. I think in we an should. M&S I think we should go into town and start rubbing our cheeks on dressing gowns in M&S. <laughs> um, okay. Um, we won't record that. Good. Okay. Uh, but, we, you know, to be fair, we also said it had hidden depths, like the monk creeping. <laughs> What's like the monk is creeping up the stairs to flick you on the ear? Yeah. Compassionately. Compassionately. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then we had... we. What had we? What have we been doing that day? I have no idea. That is a very no strange idea. conversation. It was. It was. Well, they they all are really. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, we then had a sunbeam, which uh, gave us a shiver all the way down to our gooches. I think probably less. We did about the better. To be honest, we described it as fruity naughtiness. Um, oh, and we also said we've just nipped into the Sainsbury's local and seen the melon medleys. And ripped it open and gone. Blah, 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 blah. Oh no! In like Zoe's voice. Whoop, yeah, whoop, yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. yeah. Um, effectively motorboated a melon medley. <laughs> nice, nice. There's a beautiful image for you. All. And we we finally said that it woken us up from the slumbering monk, brought sunbeams into our dark winter evening. <laughs> oh, and it was a Midlands beer, so we were quite surprised that we actually liked it. Yeah, no offence to the Midlands and all that. I'm sure they do some cracking yeah. brews. I've yeah, just I, uh, not delved I very much. I think we are a bit... Um, we, we, we're a bit judgmental, really, aren't we, in, in terms yeah. of we, we like our Yorkshire beers, we like yeah. our American Yorkshire craft proud. beers. And then you stray outside like Lancashire. Nah. Hey, come on now. Go on. Well, sorry, Lancashire, is it? Yeah, Merseyside do some Merse- incredible well, craft beer. say that. Absolutely, um, and as we've we've mentioned, Cloudwater as well, who are Manchester mm. brewer, um, mm. and they're yeah. fantastic. So you know, fair enough, fair enough. Truthfully, admit, let's fly the flag for the north oh, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think I think that that that'll do for uh, for that really. Probably, uh, yeah. I think we've exhausted that segment. I think tonight. it's one of those things that it's like you had to be there, probably. <laughs> Uh, when, Which is why we're going to do this on air now. We're going to describe beers on air. I think that's probably, yeah, it's it's the better way to approach it, really. Yeah. yeah. We, we appreciate we're not necessarily educating you very much, but, you know, we're just having a laugh. And, we're not uh, here to educate. We're not. No. Here to imbibe and, and talk random stuff. <laughs> Hopefully it's vaguely enjoyable. Mm. So we move into the reviews section for tonight. So our Ooh. three beers plus our wild card. Um <laughs> Reminder was two roads, road to ruin. Mm, that's what we've been drinking thus far. Do you want to start with that? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. I really like it. I mean, I'm a big fan of the IPA style. Double IPA is an I. interesting concept. Mm. Um, it's, it's obviously heavier than than your your average IPA, I would say. Um, yeah, big hoppy IPA with plenty of bite. It would be a sin to resist, quite. Um, how would you describe this one? <laughs> it's your forte, my friend. Mm. What did I, I actually? I, mean, did, I actually did say something as I as I cracked it open. It smelt like an old well, which is not very uh, not sure evocative. No, <laughs> uh, I think that's an injustice. I mean, it's it's a very nice. It's almost got like a a honey sweet power to it actually any sweet power any sweet power sweet Beyonce song yeah stick that on a t-shirt mm. um yeah it's nice um it's possibly a little too heavy to go on and have a second one yeah. I'm not gonna lie I mean that's that's my only thing really for me 
I I do I do love a sort of hoppy craft ale, but I feel like some beers just sort of rely on it for taste. I've got it. Go on. It's honey, right? So you know those uh, squeezy honey things. Yeah, yeah. you can get it. It's awesome, squeezy yeah. honey. Lots of You point one of those into your mouth, right? Immediately after swallowing that shit down, you lick a fez. A fez. A fez. A fez. Mm. Like a Turkish fez. An actual Turkish fez. There's it, it, like a texture to it that okay. is reminiscent of licking a fez. Okay. So just any sort of uh, felt. Yeah, yeah, but you know, or kind sp- of a stiff felt. <laughs> Right, honey followed by stiff. Okay. I don't think I've ever described anything else. I put in my mouth as uh, of being such. No, I, I would. I would hope not. Actually, <laughs> so what would you rate it? Ooh, first rating of the podcast. Indeed, yeah. I mean, right. I mean, you've got to be very careful about your first rating. We did discuss this That's and hard. whether to actually give a serious rating, but we we decided we would, and we decided out of ten is less restrictive. So. You see, I don't want to go too high. That's Do you want me to start? But we shouldn't go too high, should we? You can't go straight in there with a big score because you... Well, it depends what you call a bit. I, I mean, I think, for me, a lot of the beer I drink is somewhere between 5 and 10 out of 10. So, for me, this is a, a 7 out of 10, and it probably would be higher Certainly. if it didn't rely so heavily on hops to flavour it. And if it wasn't, as you said, so heavy and, like... I mean, there is that there is that sweet element there, but mm. it's, it's not... <laughs> It's not enough. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I was to, to be honest, I was tempted to sit on the fence and go over five. You coward. <laughs> but it's it's very bold. I mean, it's very good at being a double IPA. Yeah, exactly. I'd say. But is it in the higher echelons of beers? Hi- higher echelons. I've, temp- I've tempted, tasted. Um, probably not. All but right. that is no criticism. Five is a good solid score. Please I yourself. think. I'm prepared to go with five, but do you want to meet in the middle somewhere? Let's go for a six. A six, right. <laughs> meet in the middle somewhere between seven and five. It's pretty obvious, really, isn't it? It is. You know? Read my lips. Uh, you haven't Woo. even tried this yet. Uh, hold on, then. Come on. I was busy, like, ten minutes ago. Pouring. Yeah. Not over my phone. No, I'm doing it over the phone. I was trying to capture some of the sound on the recording. <laughs> Jesus. Go on, then. Read my lips. What, what, what's your uh, impression? Well, I, I am very fond of this, actually. Um, and it's something that in the past, I would not have liked as much, but having recently been it's to, not very red. to Bruges, no, it's not. The, the colour is, is a letdown. It's more sort of pink, as, as discussed on the label. Um, Orange. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is vaguely colour blind. Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, having recently been to Bruges, and I realise I keep like name-dropping places that I've been. Cause it's just cause International I'm Man of Mystery. That sort of person. Yeah. Uh, I've very much got into my Belgian beers, uh, and I think it is it is a very uh, uh, strong tasting beer, uh, but I really like it. I really do. I think it's uh, it's got a it's got a kick to it. It's, again, it's you know it's not a uh, it's not a wet beverage. Well, it is. It's wet in the liquid sense, but well, quite. The, the hops taste is described as passion fruit, citrus, and red fruits mm. overtones. Yeah, do which, you get that? Which uh, yeah, I do, I do. Which again, though, like I wouldn't ordinarily go for a uh, fruity. I mean, grapefruit is a red fruit, isn't it? And actually, I, I really don't like grapefruit, but no, I'm not a big fan. It's quite sour. Isn't but it? I like it in in this context. I think it's really nice. Um, I don't think there's grapefruit in it, but thanks for that. Well, <laughs> a red fruit, a citrusy red How many fruit. red my lips have you had? Like? I don't bloody know. 
Um, I, I like this. On the label, it says, Red My Lips is our latest elected beer. Flirtatious. She'll invite you for a drink or maybe two. Hey, I bet she will. Wow. Yeah. Um, good. Oh, well, yeah. Let me so, have a soap. Hold on. Yeah, you haven't even tried it. Mmm. 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 It's got, it's got a fizziness to it that I wasn't expecting. I'm just looking at passion fruit. I'm not entirely sure what passion fruit tastes like. Uh, Passiflora edulis, I think you find. That's the Latin name, you tool. Yes. Uh, no, it's it's a nice refresh refresher. Is this? It is. Uh, probably you know off the back of a double IPA. It's. I'm going to explain it like that, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think mm. actually, if you hadn't just had uh, an eight percent double IPA, it would be maybe considered heavy. But I like that. Yeah, no, it's good. It's more. Ref- it is more refreshing. It's more citrusy and. It is. Yeah. It is. It's uh, Belgian session. I suppose in Belgian beer terms, it probably is a four point seven session, isn't it? Session, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. I like it. They're going uh, in a slightly different direction to your average Belgian beer. I think. Aye. Right. Cool. Right. Let me grab the uh, the Brew Yorks. Brew York, so good. They named it twice. Brew York, Brew York, uh, and it's triple hot. Apparently, um, it's become a, a favourite of uh, of ours uh, in recent weeks. Um, Brew York, fairly new, aren't they? They are. Brewery themselves um, do a fantastic job. We've been there. First birthday's coming up, isn't it? We're going to go. I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, Where did you put the other one? uh, In the fridge, mate. Yeah, well, I think. Well, yeah, Brew York York is an American pale ale. It comes in, weighs in at a satisfying 5.1% ABV. Um, yeah, hopped fries. Expect an enticing aroma. Expect beautifully tropical flavour. Expect an urge to start spreading the bu- bruise. <laughs> bruise. <laughs> the bruise. Um, yeah, they uh, have a very good tap room in Warmgate, York, which um, I don't know why I've mentioned because I quite like the fact that not too many people seem to know about it. Um, but this one is an unfiltered, unpasteurized, natural, vegan-friendly beer, mm, as is the trend good. and all that. Um, so love, what, what can we expect? Design. Oh, yeah, no, the designs are brilliant. Do we know Beautiful. the artist behind these? I don't. I, don't no. I think it's someone known to the, as in a friend of the brewery, no. though, isn't it, I think? That's we went amazing. on a beer tour, and it? that was good. We did, we did. Uh, so we can expect blackcurrant, grapefruit. There you go. Uh, an urge to start spreading the brooms. Mm. Yeah, did did you already read that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good that we told the same joke twice. Exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, I'll you out of this one. Indeed. Cheers. Well, we've had this one before. We have, yeah, we know exactly. Just another excuse to drink mm. it. Mm. And as good as our oh, yes. oh, yes. Quality, quality beverage. Smooth like Egyptian cotton. Uh, or a M&S dressing gown. No, I would. Uh, yeah, smoother. It's possibly smoother. Right. Yeah, they like a premium smooth. I like it. Wait, I've just realised we've cracked straight into the Brew York. We actually pretty much uh, this is madness. Steamrolled over the red my lips, and we didn't give it a rating. We didn't. Oh Christ! And I, I just want to. Sorry. So we are jumping back here a bit, but I just want to go back to red my lips because I, th- I feel like Ben gave it a short shrift there. Apologies. A little yeah. bit. We we're too excited about Brew York. I was the prospect. Um, so Red My Lips was uh, created in April last year, 2016. Four new prototypes, red, yellow, mauve, and green. Sure. Um, all of them were session ales, 4.7%. Uh, 
and have a lot of punch, organised 11 private tastings in the best cafes and restaurants of Brussels. Uh, one private tasting in Tokyo. It's random as Get well. Uh, as a great final tasting event gathering over 2,000 beer lovers at Halis St. Yiri, Brussels. Really? Is that how you I have no idea. Have you been there? Uh, brilliant. No. no. I've never been to Brussels. I've been to Bruges. Did I mention that? You have mentioned oh, okay. that. Good. You're such a bloody adventure hogging name dropper of places. Thank you. Damn it. Uh, the red prototype was a clear winner, and then the community chose the name Red My Lips to fit with the seducing nature of this beer. The great amount of hull melon and Sim- Simcoe hops gives us notes of red berries and passion fruit, while the special malts allow it to have a great body despite the low ABV. Please enjoy with. What's with the dot dot? I think that means brackets. without moderation. Like uh, it's trying to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so just yeah. get hammered. Lovely, yeah. So I feel like I've, I maybe have jumped the gun in. Well, I mean, we gave uh, Two Roads a six then, didn't we? So I was maybe jumping the gun with a, a seven. Would you say Red My Lips is a better beverage for you or, or not? I mean, it's very hard, isn't it, when you're comparing beer styles. Um, and it's a very different, very mm. different beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of the time, I mean, you've got to take these reviews and your own thoughts when you pick up a beer, isn't it? It's what mood you're in that day, what kind of beer you're fancying. Mm. Um, my gut instinct today is that it's better. I'm enjoying it slightly better than did the double IPA. But um, so, without being critical. I would agree. I would agree. But that, yeah, obviously, I completely agree with you that maybe I did jump the gun with the double IPA, which means that seven would have been too high for that. So, therefore, should we say seven for Red My Lips? If I want to give it a 6.5. Six, oh, we're going halves. I didn't yeah. even know we were doing halves. Well, you know, we don't... Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm not a fan of half measures, neither. No. Uh, Wouldn't no, order a half not. pint. No. But if that's what you're saying, then... Feel like let, that's, let, that's, let's that's be honest. It's not saying. a scientific method, really, is it? No, we could no. get too hung up on these yeah. measures. So six and a half. Yeah, I don't actually know how to describe this beer. Oh, just have. But in a melon and Simcoe hops. Yeah, I know. But red that, berries yeah, and passion fruit. That's fruits. the textbook oh, okay. definition right. of what it tastes like, isn't it? But I, t- I find it really hard to put into words. Actually, mm. Mm. it's like a. Candlelit evening in Bruges. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too feisty for that. It is. It I, is. Get, I get, I get the fizz, and then I get grapefruit. And yeah. It's pretty simple, actually. It for is. Me, it's two stage fizz grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. I could. I don't know. It is, it is almost. It's like a craft Belgian beer, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, I like what they're trying to do. I like that they're trying to bring a new style to um, Belgian beers. Um, I think we're probably head of the game in the uk of our yeah yeah craft beer but um agreed yeah no it's enjoyable six and a half fair. six and a half and brew york i mean for me the first time i tried brew york it, it did blow me away a bit and you know we've since been to the brewery and i just i think for me it is a fantastic beer i'd i'd say i'd say eight, eight. breath i'd eight. say an eight i would say an eight for this i, I love it i actually love it i'm really actually do. gonna say that's harsh but then, oh, oh. that seems. I said, I said before exactly. about like tempering your marks, but so we'll go eight. I think we have to go eight. It is great. It is a brilliant, brilliant beer. But Egyptian yeah. cotton with like a dash of fruity loveliness. Fruity loveliness. Yeah, it's got like a overtone of fruitiness mm. um, above the smooth ride to the finish. Yeah. Um, smooth yeah. Ride. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'd give it an eight. If I gave it ten out of ten, they should call it brew yolk, brew yolk, brew yolk. <laughs> yeah, ad infinitum for emphasize for forever. Yeah, um, but yeah, let's give it an eight. I'll say eight. Good. It's a very, very good beer. Try. So it. we've got the road to ruin on a six. We have the red my lips. Red my lips on a six and a half. Um, brew york, brew york on a the winner so far. Eight, indeed. indeed. Stop saying indeed. <laughs> Okay, and now we're on to the interesting part of the show, which is the wild card. Wild card. Uh, yes, there isn't a band called Wild Card, but there's a band called Yellow Card. Um, this is the wild card. Um, so we are on to the much billed hazelnut coffee porter by Saltair Brewery. A smooth porter with coffee and hazelnut flavours, which makes sense. Yeah, a bit ron seal, isn't it? <laughs> it? does exactly what it says on the tin. A reminder of Saltaire, which is uh, bordering the World Heritage Site of Saltaire in Yorkshire. Saltaire Brewery uses traditional brewing methods to produce great ales with a contemporary twist. Uh, Saltaire's beautiful. If you haven't been, go visit. If you are in the country, or even if you're not. Yeah, come to England and go to Saltaire. You don't even have to go to the brewery, though I would advise it strongly. Or just look at it on Google Maps. You could do that. Yes, not not quite the same. Not quite the same thing, but you know, you can. So here we go. They've got Munich malts in here. Fuggles and Goldings for bitterness, hops wise. Fuggles for aroma. A smooth, dark red beer with coffee and syrup additions, adding a depth and richness of flavour to its natural dark malt character. Now, why don't we like this sort of beer usually, Ben? Because they're big daddy dogs, aren't they? That you'd maybe have one of at the end of the night, but only if you're in the right mood. They're... You know, you've got your, your standard stout, you know, that you go to, which is a, a cousin of the Porsche, I would I would sort of say. If that if you know, even purely aesthetically. But um, you know, I'd take down a stout quite easily, but a porter yeah. it's another prospect. Yeah, we're with the sort of people that when we go to Ireland we'll have a Guinness, but other than that in fact no you you have a Guinness. Yeah, you have a Guinness every now and then, don't you? But for me it's definitely not what I would usually go for. No. At all, I'd stay on a Guinness mm. all day, but I wouldn't stay on a porter all day. No, Christ, they are di- yeah. I mean, they are different, aren't they? Yeah, Guinness Guinness always said that they liked the idea of a porter, but they didn't actually create a porter, did they? I don't know. Do they do a porter these days? I think they like, tell us that they I do. think they actually do a porter now, right? But okay, the original Guinness was created to be a dark beer, but not necessarily a, an actual porter. Okay, okay, anywho, so on to the Salter Hazelnut Coffee Porter. Uh, My first impressions are that it doesn't have much life in in it, to be honest. There's not much of a head to it. No. But I think that's fairly typical of a portrait. It's like a glass of Coke. It doesn't smell like a glass of Coke. (laughs) What does it smell of? Coffee and hazelnut. Well, (laughs) once again, it speaks for itself, really. Cheeky sub there. We subbed at the same time, which probably we shouldn't do. (laughs) Good good radio. (laughs) Great radio. Uh, yeah, again, to be honest, it is exactly what it sells itself as. It tastes like nuts. It tastes like coffee. But sometimes you don't get that. You read a beer label and you go, ooh, True. that sounds interesting. You try it and you're like, it's beer in it. I, I uh, like <laughs> it. I do like it. It's, it's quite light for a porter. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's still too hefty for me. Maybe it's after the red lips and the uh, two, two tails. I mean, that's not like a... Not two tails. Coffee, coffee beans from the dark depths of the Amazon, are they? I mean, that do they? They don't grow coffee beans I from don't the depths know, of the Amazon. Actually. There's probably 
ridiculous and yeah, you get brazilian coffee let's just go for that sure yeah, yeah. um okay well it's like you know it's not a colombian strength coffee in there i don't where, where are the beans from uh does it say i think it does i think so i may just i'm not a... offended by that that's okay no i may just have a quick look um this has it's won a silver medal as well at the society of independent brewers good, good second place is first place loser let's just clarify that but you know well, quite. Second is nowhere and all that, as mm. uh, things Bill Shankly once said. Did he? Yeah. Is that Shanks? Yeah, yeah, it was Shanks. Um, but yeah, it, to be fair, they describe it on the bottle as a smooth butter, and I think that's... Yeah. They've yeah. nailed it, actually. They have. They've set out to achieve a certain thing. They've they've absolutely nailed it. Yeah, not something that I would choose, but does a, does a job. Uh, and I, I, could, I could drink... Well, I will drink this pint. What's your feeling on taking a, a coffee as a break between beers? If you're out, you know, all day with the lads, oh. or you're on a stag do, do you have a cheeky espresso in there? I've got to say, it's something that I've um, I know. not ashamed to I know. turn to you've, you've now and again. Up. Um, isn't it like a Portuguese thing, or like a more sort of Mediterranean-y, um, you know, Southern European thing to have a coffee? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's not for me. If I'm drinking, I'm drinking. Flat out Englishman. I, yeah, it's just, I'm not, I'm not European, really. Um, I think what we've learned is that I'm more cultured. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure thing, buddy. Oh, I like sure that. Thing. That surprised me. That's a very good first wild card. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm just on the website now. It says it's a gold medal winner, sir. A gold medal winner. What is it? Yeah, not a silver. Why medal is it winner. silver? It says silver in the. It says silver. Oh, look. No, no, no. look, look, silver. Yeah, it does on the bottle. But Don't that's know. an injustice. Apparently, is it the same independent site, Bruce? Can you read yeah. that? Yeah. Anyway, it's award winning. It is. I tell you what, Saltair have a lot of uh, beers, don't they? They also have a Dockfield Porter. Hmm. They and do. They do great open days there, don't they? Is it, do, what, is it once once a month they open a brewery and you can go yeah. and drink the beer straight from the yeah. barrels? It is, it's a good place. And um, my only issue with it is cool. that, as we've mentioned, is Saltair is a lovely place, a really oh. really nice town, like industrial. Um, Salts Mill and all that. Salts Mill town, yeah. The hockers, good old hockney. Nice houses. Um, but the brewery is not in the centre of town. It's on like an industrial estate in the middle of in, in the arse end of nowhere. It's probably it's... got something to do with the UNESCO restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't give a shit. I, don't I like it. It's like, you know, proper industrial graft is what it says to me. And they come up with these fine, delicate beers. All right, all right. I like it. It's something poetic for me. You, yeah. you look for poetry everywhere, don't you? Oh, yeah. No, I like it. Um, I would not rate it as highly, but I mean, it's it, to be honest, it's a bit of a biased section of the show, really, because we, we're always going to pick something that we wouldn't ordinarily pick, so it's not going to rate as highly. Is it even worth us rating it? Well, I'll tell you what, do we do a different rating system for this one? Oh, do right. we go a five out of five just to make it not directly comparable to everything else, with the, the other stable of beers that we try? All right, so wildcard rating. Yeah, wild card rating. Oh, I've got to be careful again. I don't want some standard too high, but it's a very, very nice I've, I suspect quite a few of our wild card entries are going to slap me around the face and I'm possibly going to go, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I'm That's not sure usually about what that. you do. Um, this one's very palatable. I'm going to give it a healthy three out of five. Healthy three hmm. out of five. Yeah. I'm going to go 2.5. 2.5. Out of five. five. We can't really meet in the middle, can we? <laughs> we can't. 
Hey, no, that's scrappy, isn't it? What's What's the app that you can do quarters on that? Uh, the, the app with the bottle cap ratings. Uh, I think we can do quarters if we get. No, I don't want to do quarters. All right, two and a half. This is Ale Tales. Two and a half. We have our own standards. Two and a half. Three. I'm not backing down. <laughs> That's a beautifully constructed hazelnut coffee pot. It's the best hazelnut coffee pot I've ever had. All right, I'm sold three. <laughs> well, that was a wild ride. <laughs> For me, that was that was some special times. I don't know about you. Rate that. How how drunk are you now? On how a, drunk on am a I? Rating of zero to ten. Ah. I'm I'm probably on a, a six point seven five at a minute. Oh, you in the frigging quarters? Uh, yeah, yeah, we have a healthy five. Um, but no, that's been very enjoyable. I hope um, it's been vaguely enjoyable to listen to this. And if you've got this far, then bully for you. I, I don't think wow. that's even the point. I think it's just it's, it's know, not. It's, it's a passion it's, project for us, yeah. isn't it? It's just it's it's for us. If nobody listens. That's cool. Yes, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm joking. In all honesty, anybody who is listening, um, we'd love to hear some feedback, anything you've got to say, any any constructive criticisms um, that you may have, any sort of beers that you've been trying. That we should try. That we should try. Yeah, yeah. tell us. Absolutely. Um, and in between shows, we will be updating the Facebook page. So, uh, so check that out and uh, we'll keep you updated on what we're up to and, and likewise.